Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Good morning everyone. I hope you've had a fantastic week. Today I want to talk about God's providence. God's providence is shown right throughout the Bible, from Genesis right through to Revelation. What is God's providence? This basically means that God goes ahead of us and prepares the way for us. The book of Genesis from beginning to end is showing God's providence and the response he demands from his people. It teaches about God's providence over nature and in the way that events unfold, along with the people that are ungrateful and not realising they need God in their lives. After many years of being barren, Rachel, Jacob's true love, gave birth to Joseph. Joseph became Jacob's favourite, and he showed his favouritism by having a colourful coat made for Joseph. This is found in Genesis 37, verse 3. Normally, in that era, only people of influence wore bright clothing. Joseph further upset his brothers by informing them of dreams that he had had of him ruling his brothers. This is found in Genesis 37, 5 to 11. Even Jacob in verse 10 rebuked Joseph for the disclosure of the dream of his brothers bowing to him. In verses 12 to 19, the brothers travel a long way from home to get good pasture for their stock. This too was the norm. There were no fenced off farms. Jacob sends Joseph out to see them and how they are doing. The brothers see that Joseph is all alone and make plans to kill him but to do so would end the tribe of Joseph. God has already gone ahead of them and made a way that the line of Joseph could still continue. Reuben and Judah do not want Joseph to die, and God in his providence had provided a band of traders to come along, and they sold Joseph to them, thus sparing his life. They conspire to make Jacob believe that his favourite son is dead. Jacob is naturally inconsolable. The traders sell Joseph into Egypt, and he ends up in Potiphar's household. He works himself up from slave to overseer of all the activities in the house of Potiphar. He gives God the credit for his accomplishment. That's found in Genesis 39, verse 2. Potiphar's wife eventually attempts to seduce Joseph. But because he is a man of morals, he turns her down and she brings false charges against him. So found in, in chapter 39, 6 to 20. He finds himself imprisoned. God is still with him in this time as part of his wife recognises and the prison warden recognises. Joseph is blessed by God. It's found in Genesis 39, 21 to 33. In time, two prisoners that Joseph supervises in prison have dreams 
And despite not having seen the fulfilment of his own dreams, he interprets the dreams. In both cases, he accurately interprets a dream. Genesis 48-22 Unfortunately, the man who is restored back to Pharaoh's house conveniently forgets about Joseph, so Joseph languishes in prison for some time. After a period of time, Pharaoh begins to have dreams and no one can interpret them. The young man who is restored into Pharaoh's house remembered Joseph and his accuracy of interpreting dreams. Genesis 40, 1-16. Joseph is sent for and Pharaoh tells Joseph that he has two dreams, one of fat cows and plump corn, the other of emaciated cows and blighted ears of corn. Joseph then assures Pharaoh that it is in fact the same dream and that it is a sign of God's providence. There is no querying the fact of what the future holds for Egypt. Genesis 41, 32. Joseph encourages Pharaoh to buy up the excess grain in good years. He is elevated to second in command, thus setting in motion the boyhood dreams he had of his brothers bowing down to him. Chapter 41, verse 57, reports that the world came to Joseph to buy grain and that all foreigners had to report to Joseph before buying grain, with Joseph being second in command, which meant that foreigners coming to Joseph had to bow before him. His brothers eventually arrived in Egypt, and they did not recognise him and had to bow before him. He recognised his brothers, and to them he is a foreigner who holds their future in his hands. He arranges a few mishaps so that his father sends Benjamin to Egypt. All this eventuates in the family being reconciled in the providence of God. Egypt becomes a safe place for God's people, and Egypt was blessed by God through Joseph. Joseph's family is now blessed by Egypt. Genesis 45:17-20. God's providence is evidence from the dreams Joseph had as a young boy through to being saved from death by being sold to traders. His rise in the house of Potiphar to being made second in command in Egypt, right to his family being settled in Egypt. Having Joseph's family under the protection of Pharaoh ensures that God's elect survive to become Israel. God's providence is still evident in his people today. When I look back at my life, it is very evident very evident that God's providence is at work. As a young adult, God planted in me a desire to come to Sydney. I came from New Zealand, and God worked out a way for that to happen. I had wanted to be a librarian and had no idea how to make that happen. But again, things were orchestrated in such a manner that that actually happened. God used me greatly while I was in the position in ways that I could never have imagined or done in my own stream. From the age of 19, I had always wanted to visit Israel and could never see that happening because of affordability. But in 1999, I began to study at a Bible college. And at that time, there were no field trips in the curriculum. Eventually, that happened. And I was able to visit the land of my heart 
before my health had deteriorated and I was able to enjoy the trip. Chronic pain became the better of me and I had to retire. But in order to do so, we had to sell our house in Sydney. We found what we thought was an ideal house for us on the Central Coast. And it was dependent on our house selling. Our house did not sell until the day after our dream house sold. But we now have a house that fits our needs in a quiet area. Our dream house would not have been ideal for the needs we have and the location turns out to be busy and getting busier by the day. God has always gone ahead of me as he did for Joseph and he also does for each of you. Let us pray. Father, I just thank you for your providence in each and every one of our lives. Father, help us to obey everything that you instruct us to do. Help us to have the faith in you to do what you have guided us to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening. And a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.